he said recording. So I guess it's recording. Hey, JR. I am Yella. What's up? Um, uh, Sky. Oh, <laughs> Not- good one. I've never heard of that joke ever. Got him. Got him. Um, um, do you do you like Imagine Dragons? Not really, no. Anyway. Cool. <laughs> um, this is um, 2 a.m. Conversations. The Long Distance Podcast. I'm Amiela. I'm, uh, I'm a Libra. Hello. And I'm 20 and I go to college. And um, I learn how to talk to people because... I'm a sociopath. <laughs> yep. That's my life oh. story. Yeah, communications. That's that sounds like like a hellscape. It is pretty much the hellscape of college. It's it's a fake it's a fake degree. Do you think how do you think communicate the major of communications was invented? Um I think when the caveman was like, ooga, ooga, and then, (laughs) (laughs) and you know, like they started saying ooga, booga, and then like someone was like, we could make, we could make a major out of this, you know? We can can, like squench the money out of children who want to pursue ooga, booga. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm basically just majoring in ooga, booga, you know what I mean? Major of... (laughs) Your I have Amiela, uh, goddess of the Ooga Booga. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. What about you? What are you majoring in? Um, hi, I'm JR, and my epithet is of coronavirus, <laughs> <laughs> of studying, of studying HIV and coronavirus being the only relevant things happening. In the world of microbiology. Exactly. I mean, I think there's a lot of small things happening in them in a large scale that we can't we can't see. And that's I mean, why sure. that's why <laughs> that's why microscopes are important. Microscopes do be important because sometimes in your high school class and mm-hmm. you do little mouth swabs to see what's inside your mouth. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can see sperm, and then you start learning a lot about oh. <laughs> about um, sex education. Um, no, that doesn't exist. That doesn't exist oh, here I... in America. Okay, silly me, silly me. Silly. I think I'm you're sorry. thinking about like Sweden. I know, or like I don't know, Zootopia. <laughs> what? I was um, I was gonna argue with you that that wasn't the name of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> or you think you Ratatouille, or like someone calling Remy like Ratatouille? For some reason, I wanted to call it Zooland. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We're drinking, by the way. I, um, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's only five percent. But now I'm forgetting Pixar movies and Disney animated classics. Yeah, five percent goes a long way, bud. So, uh, what are you drinking? Uh, today, I will be drinking... <laughs> Did a... you just turn Australian? <laughs> to die. Today, on the Bavi, we have 
twisted tea recommended by TikTok in my roommate. <laughs> it's a it's a hard iced tea. Steve Owen. <laughs> <laughs> I have Bro. Australian friends. You're going to um, you gonna burn gonna, in hell. Yeah, you're gonna burn in. We're already gonna burn in hell. So oh, yeah, get her. Might as well that. keep. Might as well keep doing it. Sometimes, whenever I think of Steve Irwin, I have this meme on my phone that I cherish every single night. And mm-hmm. like Steve Irwin, like whenever he sees like a snake, he has this like wide arm pose where he's like, "Look at this fucking snake!" <laughs> but someone photoshops the snake out, and it's just a dildo. <laughs> it's just a dildo in the grass. Look at Steve this fucking like, snake, Sheila. Look at that, Sheila. <laughs> That Sheila? What? I don't know. That that's that's a phrase that, that they refer to uh oh no. female uh the female gender of the animal. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I've never I actually never knew him until he died and my mom was like <laughs> that that crocodile guy just died and I was like, oh I remember <laughs> Bro, I remember <laughs> the exact day that I learned that Steve Irwin died. I was in like a, uh, what is that? It was like a bookstore. I forgot what it's called. <laughs> you, but it, it was a what? it was a popular type of bookstore. It's not Barnes like, and Noble? It's not Barnes and Nobles. It's <laughs> out of business now. It's, it's kind of like an FYE plus of Barnes is and Nobles. Is it like Borders? Fuck. Borders. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Border, I was in a Borders and my dad. Had bought me a magazine, and he was like, "Yeah, this dude died." I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" <laughs> your like, dad just happened? ruined all your dreams. <laughs> he was like, "A stingray got him." And I was like, "Ah!" <laughs> was that your exact exact expression? You were like, "Ah!" Uh, just I mean, I, I was old enough feeling? to not throw a fit, but also I was very concerned <laughs> because Harry Potter and the dead Hallows had just dropped as well <laughs> in that that time span, so I was very overwhelmed as a child. Imagine throwing a tantrum at a Borders because Steve Irwin died. I mean, in all, in all honesty, I think it's pretty justified to do so. How old were you? Uh, when did Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows come out? The book, I think. No. The book? Oh, I don't know. I didn't know how to read till I was twelve. That's a lie. I heard that you <laughs> I heard that you learned how to read in the womb by feeling your mother's uterus. No, I think I no, I think I ate my twin who was already like about to come out of the womb. So he was like fully developed and I ate him. And um that's how I learned how to read in the womb. My brain like just flip-flopped and didn't think that you were in the womb. It's just like you're standing in front of your mom's <laughs> vagina waiting for a baby to come out. And then yeah. you eat said baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When she's like already waited nine months. And I'm just yeah. like in the on the corner of like the the exit hole. And I, yeah. I just eat him. <laughs> You're in. You're in. The way, you're peeking through the window, and you have a fork 
in your hand <laughs> and a napkin tucked into your shirt. Where did I get the, the fork? You know, hospitals are very versatile. <laughs> yeah, they 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 own forks. They own utensils. This is like completely just like going down a weird rabbit hole, but I think there used to be this. Well, there is a YouTuber would review mm-hmm. food from various like t- seeing the number like five star rated restaurant in my town or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he had one episode where he reviewed hospital food, and I was just like, mm-hmm. "Dude, did you just go to a hospital to eat, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Honestly, I think I've been to the hospital once. Wait, not once, cause like twice. Whenever my mom gives birth, and I actually enjoyed the hospital food. There's something. There's something comforting about like the staleness of everything. (laughs) Just the chewiness of the powdered Mm -hmm. eggs. Yeah, I think I think the blandness of everything just like it matches the emptiness, like the empty, empty hole that's inside me. It's the it's like a yeah. hospital food feels like a hug, you know, like an empty hug. It's an empty hug. Yeah, you're hugging a mannequin, or like <laughs> an empty can, you know. Yeah, no, it's hospitals. I mean, I feel like there's probably like a weird like architectural thing, or unless it's just kind of like what's what's better than left wing architecture. But um, I feel like <laughs> I feel like there's something that has to do with like you want to have white walls or something because if you're dying surrounded by like red Color. or like black, maybe maybe it sends like a weird subconscious message. I'm not sure. I'm not Sigmund Freud. That's just a theory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Wait. I, th- I feel like we're driving off topic just a little Wait, bit. Wait, I have one more question though. Shoot. How does how does how does the stingray kill Jeff? Oh, not Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> your, your subconscious is like kill Jeff Bezos, kill Jeff. Stingray, Bezos. it's time for st- it's for it's time for Jeff Bezos to die. When oh. Jeff Bezos goes swimming on the weekends or surfing, just like plant a stingray near his private island. No, but yeah, how how did do they actually sting? Yeah, yeah. So like it it has to do with their tail. Their tail is like kind of vicious. Oh shit. Um, yeah, so they just kind of like stab you. Yeah. Damn, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> Wait, you know. It wrong for me to say that they send like a current through their tail and it like like, theor- like not theoretically but essentially like shocks you shit that's not kind sure. of scary yeah you know this um <clears throat> you know this article that i read which one about like this immortal jello- jellyfish yeah <laughs> the, the um the oh, I don't even know the genus and the species name. It's, um, like, it's called like Turritopsis dorni jellyfish. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Really ma'am. fucking cool. So. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, let's let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. So basically, how I found this out, I'm basically practicing for my presentation for biology. So I'm like shooting two birds with one stone, but. <laughs> <laughs> So this immortal jellyfish, so it's like, it's not really immortal. It kind of just regenerates, which is really cool. So it comes from like the Caribbean Sea and the Mediterranean Sea. Oh, shit. Yeah. And they're like really, they're really tiny, like types of jellyfish, which is really like weird to think about. Like these little, they only grow up to like. 4.5 millimeters. Is this at like That's... polyp stage or is this at no, this is, like this, fully grown? This is their fully grown stage. And the like the largest one is just a centimeter long. It's really, but... they're just tiny. Okay. So <clears throat> when they regenerate, right? Uh-huh. From what, from what I understand... So you're saying that the biggest one that they get is one centimeter. Sorry, I'm just burping. <laughs> it's okay. Um. So they start out at one centimeter, right? Mm-hmm. So they regenerate. Do they go back to four centimeters, or is it like <laughs> just like you restoring wish. your life bar? Um. <laughs> Are you just trying to find a way to like make your dick longer? <laughs> Dude, what if what if they're well, the key? Technically, the key. technically, it's not. Well, I suppose so. If they stay just as long, because if they turn back 0. 0.4 centimeters or 0. 0.4 millimeters, wouldn't essentially no? It's 4.5. 0. 0.5 centimeters. No, 4.5 millimeters. Millimeters. Yeah. So. Wouldn't essentially, if if the regeneration of this immortal jellyfish were applied to humans, wouldn't my penis keep getting smaller <laughs> and just grow back? <laughs> uh, I don't know the specifics of it, man, but I think I think you have to be grateful for what you have right now. You know, some people <laughs> some people have it worse. Definitely, but. You know, a man can chase penis length if he wants to. I don't know, man. Sounds like a Black Mirror episode. <laughs> Just a Black Mirror episode <laughs> about trying to decide what dick length you want. But it's really cool because, like, like, imagine, like, the normal life cycle for, like, a regular jellyfish. Is that, you know, like, the regular one, like... The mama live long enough. You know what I mean? <laughs> can you can we stop talking about your dick for one second? Stop talking about my dick. <laughs> We're tired. We're tired. We're tired of men and their penis. Whenever I open my mouth, it just sounds like Wait. I have penis. I am man. I have penis. <laughs> yes, exa- that's all I hear when you talk. But that's mansplaining. What if you know how? The plural of cactus is cacti. Yeah. Why? Why isn't the plural of penis peni? You know, just things to just <laughs> just something to ponder on. Because then they're gonna think you're talking about the you know community. The witch community. 
the Philip the Filipino community. The Filipino community, swagapinos. Yeah. Swagapinos. Fucking mm-hmm. Pinai. Pinai. <laughs> I'm Pinai. <laughs> I didn't realize realized it. <laughs> you thought I'm just like extending a bit too far. No, because it's like it's Pinai, and then that's how I like process it in my brain. But that was funny. You know. All right. You got you Musta, get... po. All right. Let's stop right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we've spent a pretty good like 30 minutes just like conversating amongst ourselves. But uh, let's get to the to the uh, meat of the podcast, which is uh, what is this podcast about? <laughs> Who? This? What? What is this? What is this? Who are these are two we? people talking? And why what are they? What is our role in the universe? Have we, even, have we even introduced the name of our podcast? <laughs> no, we haven't. Oh well. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> to oh the my god! Two a.m. conversations, <laughs> long distance podcast. Long um, distance, as you know. It's long distance, as you know. That's Amiela, and I'm Jer. And mm-hmm. I wish I could pull up the the wittiest bio I've ever written, I think, for anything in my whole life. Not yeah. even my valedictorian speech was as as descriptive as the bio for this podcast. Yeah. It's not eight minutes long. No, it's not. It's about thirty seconds. Exactly. <laughs> um anyways, um. so you can go ahead and take it away. I think you have what this is than I do. So, you know, whenever someone asks me, like, what is what is this podcast about? I just start having an existential crisis because what is everything about? Um, what is? But this specifically is a podcast just that just has everything, you know, like it's like the universe. This podcast is the universe because we talk about. So- yeah, we talk about whatever we want. We we talk about like Busting. Yeah, we talk about mythology. We talk about mm-hmm. you know, poo poo, pee pee sometimes. Mm-hmm. My um, favorite. We argue about you know, is the balls better than the dick, you know what I mean? Or is poo poo mm-hmm. better than pee pee? Exactly. Um so that's you know, 2 a.m. conversations. You call up. Just think of, like, the person you call up at 2 a.m. to just talk about pee-pee-poo-poo. This, right. this is that podcast per- personified or, like... Manifested, pod- in fact. Yeah. Podcastified. <laughs> Discord podcastified. Hey, don't tell them how we're recording this. <laughs> <laughs> if it's anything... There's bound to be some type of technical difficulty, and I think <laughs> the audience should be aware of what they are uh, in for, you know? Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Jinx! <laughs> Jinx! Jinx again! Is that from Ratatouille or Zootopia? I think it was from Cinderella. Yeah, no, 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 that one goes... Poo-poo-pee-pee. What? 
Ooga booga, ooga booga. Ooga booga, ooga booga. My brain be going ooga booga sometimes. Um, <laughs> you raped the audience. Um, okay, so the name: Two AM Conversations Long Distance Podcast. As Lamiela said, Two AM. Who are you gonna call? It's us. Ghostbusters. You're listening to Just us. kidding. <laughs> Rest in peace, Ray Bradbury. Is that the guy who wrote um, <laughs> Fahrenheit? <laughs> I think I'm thinking of the guy who read like who wrote a like a new a fucking. He wrote the wait. No, I'm thinking of Aldius Hux. Fuck. Uh, he wrote Sound and Thunder. Ray Bradbury wrote Sound and Thunder. Ray Bradbury. What a guy. Anyway, what were we talking about before this? Um, why is it called a long distance podcast? Well, first of all, um, over Discord, it's quarantine time, but just in general, we yeah, have to exactly. record over long distance. Why is that? Why is that? Because of Corona. And corona. also, we're kind of in a long distance relationship because we're crazy people. That's right. Only the craziest people participate we like, in this behavior. Exactly. We absolutely hate ourselves. Sadomasochism or exactly. masochism. Can never remember which one is yourself. <laughs> we just we just hate each other so much. I mean we just hate ourselves. <laughs> we, hate <each> other. <laughs> We're, we hate ourselves. We want to so put much. each other through this hell. So we like try to hurt ourselves, and in the process, we kind of just hurt each other. But also at the same time, we kind of, you know, love each other. (laughs) Yep. I love you. I love you too. Okay. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Sometimes you may get a little treat where we we hurt other people. <laughs> um, I I have no comment. I have no comment. But righty, yes, no comments. Um, let's see. Mm-hmm. So that's the podcast wrapped up, and then, I mean, exactly. not the whole podcast. That's just the information. <laughs> that's the end. The end. Our podcast being <laughs> the end. So. <laughs> Let's get to it. You know, we have interesting topics ranging from Steve Irwin to immortal uh, jellyfish. Uh, uh. Did you get that? Did you get that on tape? I think I think Craig heard that. All right, sub Craig. All right, let's get back to it. Let's get into yeah. it. <laughs> let's get up in this. <laughs> what? Oh, get up no. in this? What? Uh, I'm nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Continue, good uh, sir. Oh, um, okay, so you're from Maryland, right? I am. Uh so there were a few scary stories popping up, and Maryland has its own little tale. From what know. I've heard. Uh Wait. this is not this is not a robotic segue segment that 
Hello? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, what is this creepy Maryland legend that's uh, roaming the streets <laughs> lately? I mean, it's been roaming the streets, bro. So let me just give you a little backstory of how I found this thing. Um, it was like an ad on Twitter that was like, the scariest places, the scariest places to go to in every state. And I was like, oh, interesting. I have a lot of work to do, but I'm going to click on this link because I uh. don't want to do it. Um, <laughs> um, so I clicked on it and I scrolled down to Maryland. And I th- it was really interesting because this this happened in like a park that we go to all the time. So this oh, wow. park, yeah, it's called Seneca Park. And that's where like Blair Witch was filmed. Like I knew that. Shit. But, like, I know Blair Witch isn't, like, a real thing. Who's but, to say? Yeah, who's to say, actually? Um, but, yeah, I was, like, surprised because it was, like, like an actual, like, local legend that happened, like, deep in the woods of Seneca Park. <clears throat> so it's called Coffin Rock. So basically oh, it gosh. happened in, like, yeah. yeah. Basically, it happened around, like, the 1800s. And there's this, like, kid called... Her name is Robin Weaver. So she... She goes... Like, she gets lost in the forest. So her parents are, like, worried. Like, ah, where's Robin? And then a whole search party, like, goes down into the woods to look for her. And they go looking, like, the whole day... And then the next day, Robin comes home. Like, she returns to town safely. But the search party doesn't come back. And what it's, the fuck? I know. And the, <clears throat> when she came back to town, everyone was asking, like, what, what the fuck happened? And she was, like, she was walking in the woods. This is, like, from, like, an interview or, like, a recap of what she said. She said she was yeah. walking in the woods. And she met a woman who was not so much walking as floating inches off the ground. This woman took her by the hand and led her to a house in the woods where she left the girl in the basement, claiming she'd return. And <clears throat> so Robin seems like a very like good girl because she fucking stays in that basement. She's like waits she's like waiting for that woman to come back and it took like a long time before she came back she was like so she got scared and she just ran away and that's how she made it back to town. <laughs> she just fucking ran away. It's like why didn't I do this earlier? <laughs> <laughs> I know like why why did she stay? Um but yeah. So a second search party goes back to look for the first search party. And when they find when they find the first search party, they were like disemboweled. This is like trigger warning, by the way. This is very um gory. So Shit. turn your ears off, guys. Their bodies their bodies were like disemboweled and they were like bounds bound by their hands and feet and by a rock that's called coffin rock, which is like what this story is titled um so on their like chest forehead hands feet there were like a crap ton of cryptic symbols just like carved onto them 
it's really creepy. Fuck. Jesus <clears throat> Christ. Yeah, and some backstory. This happened in like I guess it was called Black Hills Forest back then. And it was like infamous before like the settlement of Europeans, even like back in the 1600s. And they said that like not even the Native Americans would like venture down that area. So it's really creepy. Spirited. <clears throat> oh. The land comes pretty haunted. Yeah. But also like what I feel like this might be a little made up. <laughs> like what makes me think it's a little made up. Like it's like a it's just a spooky boogeyman tale. Yeah, because like when when the second search party like goes away to like have so like get some backup, like the bodies just disappear. Apparently, mm, I don't like. I don't like that. Gives me chills. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's like really creepy. <clears throat> so. Uh. Cause like imagine just like some like if this were let's say hypothetically this is all real. Do you um, think that there's just some sick fuck out there who's doing this, or do you think that like like a coup d'état, you know? <laughs> I feel like it's like an evil spirit or something. You know how like in um spirit away there's like like evil entities and like. Not really yeah. evil entities, like the like, old lady bird. Yeah, exactly. Old lady, old lady birds, Sir Sharonin. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's what's what's up. But that's really creepy because we go on picnics there all the time. Oh, your little sandwiches, you know, next to yeah. coffin rock. <laughs> yeah. Our little sandwiches topped with a little bit of guts, you know? Yeah, a little bit of disembowelment because <laughs> that sandwich is going to disembowel you. Exactly. Um, uh, Seneca Park, baby. Can, can you go to Coffin Rock still? There are is that the like, a, webs- like a monument? I don't think it's a monument. I think it's, it's like um, there's like signs that says no trespassing. Mm-hmm. And if like there's a few people who live near there, and if they see it, like if they see anyone go by there, they call the police or something. Cause there was like this um the website that I saw this at had like the instructions on how to get to Coffin Rock. It was really creepy because they were mentioning like all the places that I go, like I live in. Oh, and I know, and I was like, holy shit! And then it's like a whole like. It's like a Reddit, like a like a makeshift Reddit, I guess, yeah. like a website. <clears throat> yeah, like like the website, R E D D I T. Kind of, I don't remember, but po- probably. Um, yeah, and people were like saying, like, yeah, I tried to go there, but then there's like no trespassing signs and stuff, which is really creepy. <clears throat> when you first started saying like. It's very like descriptive of where you live. I thought it was like a tour guide, like, oh, this is where he was hung up by his feet and the <laughs> fuck was carved into his forehead. No, I think I think people try to deny that it if even was real. Those are those are, those are like uh they're called coffin rock deniers. <laughs> yeah, coffin rock um 
yeah, deniers. I forgot the word for what I was trying to say. <laughs> was, okay, so I have a question. Um, yeah. On that list on Twitter where you were looking up scariest stories, did Mississippi just say living in Mississippi? <laughs> <laughs> I think it did. Honestly, let me. I think it did. It did say that. Do you know that fucking like I don't know what show it is. It's one of those ghost shows with that wacko with glasses. Did you know that they Ghost Adventures, I think they're called, came to my town in Mississippi? Oh yeah, in Vicksburg. It, they went to like the doll place. Yeah, so it's really odd. I mean, I I feel like I might not have too much time since we're running up on an hour already, which is kind of crazy. But mm-hmm. they, I, I have a friend buddy on who was featured in the show, and I also know another person on the show like directly. I was, Wait, like, is, in this a club the, is this the guy? guy? Is it the guy who lives in like above, like downtown? Like his, right above, the, yeah, and like, his, like, yeah, the salon, and then yeah, and his parents, and his parents were like saying that there was like a weird entity in their apartment. Yeah, just like a weird yeah. like, spirit, and then like he was so un- enthusiastic about it. Like I'm sure he doesn't believe in ghosts. He's like, yeah, it'd be creepy in here sometimes. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> X story. It's like. Pittsburgh, Mississippi is just home to a lot of haunted things. Just considering that it was a town, like it was a key point in the Civil War, and there were people hiding in caves, eating rats, you know? Yikes, yep. And so it's just bound to have a lot of spirits. Um, But it's just odd to see people in Vicksburg be featured in it because Vicksburg is such a small town. Yeah, it's like that if you were to go to it, yeah, you'll see people you'll see people you know everybody basically Mm -hmm. and so (laughs) it's like this guy's talking about ghost and i'm in his algebra class (laughs) yeah that's fucking crazy i I remember i remember one of our friends say that they knew her too yeah it's just i don't know and there's nothing to really come of it. It's not as cool as Coffin Rock because there's no solid evidence. It's just dead people. Dead <laughs> people haunting I shouldn't this be town. laughing. But it's yeah, okay. I... You go to the town to die. <laughs> go, this, it is like a retirement state. Yeah, retiring your job and your life. Exactly. Um yeah, I googled back to the um, scariest place, and the scariest place in Mississippi is University of Mississippi Medical Center. Wait, that's oh, that sounds like a bad joke. No, it's not. It said that people just die in it. No, it's, <laughs> people no, die in the hospital. Uh, no, it's because like back in 2014, like construction workers came across like a mass grave of like 7,000 Mississippi's like former Mississippi State Lunatic Asylum residents from like the what, 20th wait. century. Did you just say Mississippi State University? Like... Yeah, <laughs> Mississippi State Lunatic Asylum. 
What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, I did not know about that. That is new. <laughs> that is something at some point. You should go visit it. I I think it's easy. It's just it's just a few hours just in a hop and a skip away. Yeah. It said here that they can exhume the bodies through university channels and build a historical center where the parking lot would have stood. That's pretty scary. Just like a mass grave. And then yeah. like you're in it. And then somebody builds a Walmart parking lot on top of you. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, imagine getting murdered and um, out you wake up to like a Walmart just sitting on top of you. It's like what? your spirit rises from the ground, and it's it's a fucking Kmart, it's just a Kmart. God. Sitting right, th- it's a Trader Joe's. <laughs> That's pretty a fancy. I wouldn't wakes up from there. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't mind having a Trader Joe's on top of me. I guess that's pretty fair. Yeah, I think Trader. I think like line of buildings that i would have built on my grave it starts at target and goes up from there anything lower than target i would feel disrespect <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah yeah anyway well is it is it time i think i started this maybe Almost an hour ago. Really? Oh no, I think we actually have probably have time. Yeah, we have we have time. time. You gotta you gotta tell them about your thing. My thing. Oh, um, so in in pre writing for this podcast, uh, I wanted to have a a myth corner because a JR's mythological mm-hmm. corner where I tell you stories about certain myths. And all of that goody, 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 goody stuff. Um, because I took one class on it, or I'm currently taking one class on it, and I feel like I feel like I'm a perfect outlet for um for talking about these types of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on today's segment of JR's Myth Corner, I wanted to talk about Jason and the Argonauts. Ooh. And s- yeah, so it's a very popular thing. I'm sure that if you've even read like Percy Jackson, you've always heard like references to uh, like Jason, um, like how Percy is kind of a parallel to Perseus, Jason to Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason's a shithead. Not okay. gonna lie, <laughs> he's he's a shitty guy. <coughs> um, <laughs> I just choked on my. <coughs> My apple cider. Anyway, continue. <laughs> How do you like them apples? I like them subparly. Um. Anyways, so Jason and the Argonauts, that whole hero's journey, uh, like how Luke Skywalker and all of that, yada yada, English, English <clears throat> intro to literature type beat. Um, so Jason is just another hero. Uh, starts off mm-hmm. um as a king. He's the Yolkis. king of Yolkis. His name's King Peleus. Yeah, 
and he's he's kind of an asshole king. He uh he usurps the throne from Jason's father Ison, hmm. and he's basically like cough. Um, but Peleus one day he gets a little oracle, a prophecy that says, "Beware the man with the one sandal." And what do you know? Hero Jason comes along, and he's carrying the goddess Hera on his back. Uh, she's disguised as an old lady, but she fucking hates Peleus, and she wants this true. So Jason's carrying, un- unknowingly carrying Hera, and while he's carrying her, he loses his sandal in the mud. Oh shit, like, Cinderella moment. Yep, Cinder- Cinderella-type beat. And Peleus <laughs> is like, Oh shit, this dude only has one sandal. He's going to be at the end of me. So he's like, dude, here's what I want you to do. I want you to get this thing known as the golden. And this is kind of like the the Indiana Jones, like the the crystal skull of the story. Shit. Basically, Jason, what's so interesting about Jason the Argonauts is that he's not like special in any ways. He's just a little shithead. <laughs> ordinary guy mm-hmm. but the thing is the, the mystical part of the story is that this story is like the avengers of myth so mm-hmm. zeus not zeus jason basically recruits all the heroes see he recruits heracles hercules <laughs> whoa he recruits the father of achilles he recruits uh like sons of gods Whoa. just a shit ton of demigods and there's orpheus there the the ma- magical man of eurydice and orpheus and even sometimes there's theseus who is i believe a king of athens but mostly he he's known for um so that's this is how this starts there's just so he's basically he's basically like nick fury Basically, except he's a he's Nick. He's not funny. He's not he's not special in oh, any way. He's, he's okay. like how would I even compare him? He's, he's like he's like a white Nick Fury. I would say he's like uh, Iron Man's girlfriend <laughs> who does <laughs> for pots. He's like the Pepper Potts of the story. Yeah. Damn. Um, Dragging Pepper so, Pots. A little bit. Outro <laughs> makes vaginas that smell like her can or make, she makes hey. candles that smell like her <laughs> vagina. She's she makes vaginas that smell like candles. That's terrifying. Honestly, if it was if it was that way, then maybe she'd be a little bit more respectable. <laughs> Hey, don't be mean to her. <laughs> she literally ch- she suffers from sh- like short term memory. Like she doesn't remember much because of her childbirth. Ouch. Now um, you're now you're feeling guilty. Wow, you mean you're just making me feel <laughs> so bad. This I lady didn't... makes candles that. This lady makes vaginas that smell like candles. Leave her alone. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Jason and the Argonauts go on through these crazy adventures. Um, mm-hmm. Main one that I wanted to bring up was it's just the continuum of this story that's so interesting because it's like it's literally the event 
have their own movies, mm-hmm. but also they have movies where they come together. So like Heracles, Hello. Heracles has a little boy toy. His name's Hylas. So Hylas, Hylas wanders off the. Sh- I don't know how he got on the boat. He's not part of the Argonauts, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. But Hylas, go- he he leaves the ship and then he wanders off to this pool full of nymphs. Oh, and then they're shit. like, come into our pool, baby boy. <laughs> and then they fucking drown them. They Good job. Fucking drown them. Good fucking and then, job. And so Heracles... What's so interesting, this moment like is like one that's really emotional for Heracles because he's like, oh my god, my fucking boyfriend mm-hmm. is gone. And it's like this strong-ass man. It's like watching The Rock, like, watching the rock in fast and furious and then watching the rock in the game plan yeah. <laughs> and then, so basically they have to leave him behind because he's just kind of like he gets to which is kind of crazy mm-hmm. um they go through these crazy stories and then at some point i'm i'm skipping a lot of the lore just for the just for the sake okay. of getting to my point much much later they end up in this town full of angry people and they're mad because Heracles previously came in and stole from them Jesus Christ so, so it's like the meat of the story comes when the leading lady shows up who okay. is the leading lady and this is not the Tyler Perry character. This is this is a character named Medea. She mm. is literally the I would I would say that the what the future holds in store for is much more interesting. But basically the story is called Jason and the Argonaut, but it should oh. just be called Medea because Medea is literally the person who is able to progress the whole and she's given zero credit, which just is re- reflective of the misogyny of um of people. Okay. <laughs> misogyny. It represents people. misogyny. So the point of Jason Larganos was that he was gonna go get the golden fleece, and they finally end up to the location of the fleece, which is in this place called Colchis. Colchis. Now there's Yolkis and Colchis. They finally get to Colchis, and King Aetes is the father of Medea, and he is the king of this land, and he's guarding the Golden Fleece along with uh, a big-ass dragon. Mm. <laughs> and then so King Aetes is like, okay, you want the fleece? Well, here's what you gotta do. So you have to wait, lock wait, wait. up my fire... <laughs> What's the dragon? Like, what kind of dragon? Like, it's just a random-ass dragon? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know there were dragons in um, Greek mythology. Am I just, like, stupid? No, so they're kind of depicted as just large snakes, but there's... uh, uh, Even the uh, origin of the world for Greek mythology relates to the slaying of dragons, so it's not a um, new thing. It's actually... I'm just getting into myth concepts at this point, but... (laughs) Myth loves to recycle the same tropes over and over again, and so they're just repeating this dragon trope that's been seen mm, a million see. other times. Yeah. Um, anyway, basic- back to the story. Yeah. So, uh, uh, 
Uh, Jason's task for the police are that um, he has to lock up this fire-breathing bull. Mm-hmm. And then IETs has these teeth that were slayed from a previous dragon. And when you plant them in the ground, they grow soldiers. Oh, English shit. So, it's like he has to chain up the bull, and then he has to plant the dragon's teeth of King Aedes, and then he has to kill the soldiers that come out of it. Damn. They're, like, popping out like daisies. Yeah, literally. They're literally popping out of the ground like daisies. And so, the, in comes Medea. Medea is the divine help to jason she's a uh priestess of hecate she's a uh she's kind of like viewed as like a witch or a sorceress mm-hmm. um nice it's kind of crazy is that she, she didn't even really like jason at first this is an actual just young girl like a 16 year old girl and mm-hmm. just like a divine component where the gods are like talking in olympus and they're like aphrodite can you make this girl like jason so she'll help him <laughs> uh, there's this actually this funny scene because aphrodite has to get her son eros or cupid to help and er- er- like cupid's just like an actual baby it's like mm-hmm. i don't want to fucking do it <laughs> you do it i don't want to do it i don't want to fucking do it um then so medea ends up falling in love with jason and then she helps him and tells him to she makes a little potion that will protect him from the fire breathing bulls and in this whole interaction you kind of get to see her innocence because jason as i said is a shithead so mm-hmm. he um he kind of just manipulates her he's like uh if you help me i'll help you it's very much a that but in the end he won't help her <laughs> as we'll see later in another episode but um anyways uh do you know like in the avengers when they have an epic scene of like iron <laughs> man suiting up yeah they literally have that in here but jason doesn't get it it's king aedes the villain who gets the suit up he gets like a whole Bro. paragraph of him suiting up do you know and that then Jason meme? puts on this cute, cute little sex robe, huh? <laughs> I was gonna say, do you know that meme where it's like someone copying off someone, and it's like it's gonna be like Marvel just copying off of Jason and the Argonauts? I think literally, like <laughs> Jason and the Argonauts is kind of like. I think when you look at Jason and the Argonauts, they're like, oh shit, they made Avengers into a myth. <laughs> Or they made a myth into Avengers. That very much could be the case. But um, from what I'm seeing here, I think it's the other way around. <laughs> I think they're copying off Avengers Endgame. The, Vir- <laughs> the Virgo was like, that could be. But also, I think I'm correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so quirky. <laughs> anyway. Because my... <laughs> Um, but yeah, so they end up getting the fleece. Um, really, I just wanted to mention this is all just a case in point to say that myth is just the Avengers. Um, Some world of the that was story. me rambling about about the story mm-hmm. because it's like the Avengers. Yeah, the uh, moral of the story is that Marvel is plagiarizing 
off of ancient Greek. Exactly. And mm-hmm. I think that they shouldn't be allowed to um, do that. I think we should end Marvel. Marvel cancel party. Hashtag Marvel is canceled on Twitter. Let's get that rolling. Hashtag Marvel. Get Marvel's ass. Get in that ass. <laughs> get inside no. Kevin Feige's ass. I, I think that could that connotes to like positive. You know, like how like they need to get their ass ate. Oh, like brown nosing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll just be like, let's tear their ass off. And let's, not a- let's, ref- let's refuse to eat their ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's punish them. Let's punish them with no sex. <laughs> no sex for you tonight, Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shit. Um, damn! Look at the time. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Do you wanna do you wanna do a Q and A session real quick? A Q and A session. Yeah. Do you wanna? Do you wanna? And do our uh, long distance segment. The long distance segment. I'm very confused. It's the segment where we answer questions related to long distance relationships. Who asks the questions? Uh, people of Reddit, or this is a segue. Um, if you want to submit questions. For this podcast, uh, there is a voice message button on Anchor where you can, yes, and you can submit questions and we can play them on the podcast and answer you. Wow, that's really cool. It is very cool. You In guys fact, need to submit. <laughs> please, we need content. <laughs> please, guys. Please, we need we need to talk about something other than stuff that we just like passionate about. I made my mom listen to this seventy times so we'd look like <laughs> people are listening to us. We, <laughs> it's a seventy plays, but see, nine of them were my mom and one of them was me. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, this looks interesting. Um. Just pick a random one. I'm gonna close my eyes and All then right. and let's see. So this is from Reddit user U slash twenty one surfers. Okay. Yeah, so it says my partner, male twenty two, and I, F twenty three, have been seeing mm-hmm. each other for about six months now. We aren't in a relationship, but we are dating and exclusive. It's complicated ex-girlfriend problems. Since we've started seeing each other, he's accepted a job that's around eight hours away from me. Okay, eight hours. Mm-hmm. We've been doing distance for about two months now. Two months. Since mm-hmm. we've started doing distance, things have been great. It's definitely been hard, but I thought our communication had improved a lot. I went out to a visit him some two weeks ago, and since then, I feel like he's gotten kind of distant. I care for him deeply, and whenever we're together, it's electric. It's very confusing. 
Does anyone have any advice to help resolve cope with the distance? We also have no plans to close the distance, and I would really like to, but I have no idea how to bring that up without seeming crazy, <laughs> so we haven't been doing this thing for too long. Thanks in advance. First of all, it, you're only eight hours away. Always be this. <laughs> yeah, go drive that shit, dude. I know. <laughs> eight hours, bro. Definitely could have it worse. <laughs> um, try multiplying that twice. Or and then and then multiplying it three more times. <laughs> That's a lot of math. Um, my brain just broke. But I feel like so the advice they've been hmm? they've they've what? They've only been together for two months. Um and but she's feeling like he's gotten distant and she wants to key points, she wants to close the distance, but she doesn't want to seem crazy. I don't think that's crazy to suggest. I don't think it's, so either. Yeah, like if it's a mutual thing. I feel I think like he'll be quite open. Yeah. Also these are twenty two and twenty three year olds we're talking about. Exactly. Um, do they have like separate jobs? Is why. Uh, so yeah, so he accepted a job that's around eight hours. Um, mm. been seeing each other for six months already, and they've only been in distance for two months. So well, I feel like, like I feel there's, like there's already kind of an established thing. That they've been together for six months. Like they were physically together for six months, and then now he accepted a job that's eight hours away. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's a good thing. I mean, it's not like a good thing that they're separated, but I think it's good that they've, they're like, they're thinking of themselves first. Cause, like, you know, like if you find a really good job, I'm not gonna like not take it just because. You're like yeah, far definitely. away from me. You know what I mean? Right. And it's more like just like trusting each other, I guess. Yeah, so definitely long distance is all about trust. Because mm -hmm. I'm sure like sometimes, you know, we both probably get insecure at some point. Yeah. I'm sure that this person here is also feeling like kind of an insecurity as well. Um, they they really like each other. I mean, she's saying that they feel like they've gotten distant. I would say that ask, ask how. Yeah, yeah communicate. How is feeling? Yeah, I mean, she's saying that her communication has gotten better. But from what I've learned, communication, no matter how good that you think that you are at it, you're always just, shit at it. Yeah. So, you <laughs> it's got to going yeah you just gotta keep talking even if it's like uncomfortable that's what i've learned i mean we've like got a long way to learn but from what we've experienced it's it's always like you got to voice your problems right away or else it's just it's just never going to get fixed and like what i learned in interpersonal communications is that like Arguing isn't always a bad thing. Like, not really arguing, but, like, conflict isn't always a bad thing. It's, like, raising, like, awareness to the 
the problems that you're facing like together it just shows that you care about the other person like if you like not talk about it that makes it seem like you don't really you don't care enough to fix the relationship if that you know makes sense yeah no that, i think that's definitely that's definitely an important point you know that mm-hmm. conflict is because imagine that if you don't address the conflict and then just how life is you know it's like yeah. instead because as you said it's important because if you don't then just living with it you know what i mean yeah so exactly commu- um communication communication about what the other person wants uh, don't yeah. come to reddit first make sure you go to your partner first mm-hmm. before going to social media <laughs> or these two uh, dumbos See, or you can come communi- to us. Yeah, communication isn't so bad, you know. Ooga booga sometimes. Ooga booga do be coming in handy though sometimes. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe the cavemen, the cavemen, was they were the blueprint. Hey, they were definitely the <laughs> blueprint. They were of the communication. Like the- <laughs> they were literally the blueprint of everything literally of everything literally yeah literally literally not being used mm-hmm. <laughs> they will take they will take your small shirt big pants taxes please they invented that invented uh star signs exactly they invented right. sex they did invent sex they also invented fire <laughs> Yeah, you know who needs to get their ass ate? Cavemen. They deserve it. They definitely deserve deserve it. it. Along with the person who invented Quizlet, (laughs) they deserve to get their ass ate. Yeah, they deserve to get their ass ate. But I think I think think it's time. Yeah, I think that's a good note to end on, just ass eating. Ass eating, yes. That's the moral so, of the story. Moral ass of the story eating. is to eat your partner's ass. That's what you should do, female 23, male 22. Exactly. Well, this has been JR. This has been Amiella. And thank you for listening to our first episode of AM Conversations long distance podcast yep um join us next week where maybe we'll eat each other's asses on the microphone asmr asmr ass eating i know you guys want that it's not (laughs) it's not gonna be clickbait it won't be um just some side notes to mention you can always leave a voice message if you have questions comments like that to submit maybe you'll get featured on the podcast hell yeah we have a twitter we have an instagram um if you want to donate you can too please but we yes please please <laughs> we need the money <laughs> we're poor um, college students we are poor college students so if you would like to pay for uh one meal so my stomach isn't crying um, can i get can an f that in the chat please in our website f in the chat please and that link to our anchor is anchor.fm slash 2am convos. 
And you can find us at 2 a.m. Conversations Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, guys. Uh, been- we love you. <laughs> we love you so much. Here's a lot of kisses. Yeah. Mwah. Bye, podcasters. Bye. Bye.